Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. All right, folks, welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, as usual, along with uh, Richard. What's going on? Hola. Well, I'm, Hola. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. It's, uh, it's the, what is it, the third week, second week of two weeks, three weeks? Second, third week of September? Yeah, something around there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But at the very least, what it is is uh, a recording several after several uh, outings, yeah. if you will, yes. the, in the dove field. And, yes. Uh, or, or lack thereof. <laughs> well, you gave it away. I was going to say, God, it's been absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say which way it was amazing. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've eaten so much dove lately. I, I'm physically ill to my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what I have eaten though lately, mm. just since you bring that up. Yeah. Uh, the black book that I had. Left. Oh. Yeah. And uh man, I I love I mean I I am like loving it more and more, you know. It's uh Really? Okay. What, what, how'd you how'd you do it? How'd you prepare? Well, last night I did poppers. So I did uh Oh god. But I just I didn't really marinate them, you know, right. too much. What I did was right before I wrapped them in the bacon and stuff, oh. I uh put some olive oil yeah salt and pepper on them yeah, and uh yeah i mean it's they were so good why don't I, I finish the entire batch which oh i, I can imagine i can imagine now, did you bake them or yeah I baked. On the grill? Well, so yeah. what we did what we did was we uh i baked the uh bacon wrapped ones now i had some left over that i ran out of bacon and i put those skewers on the grill out here okay and what we also did though is we grill uh what kind of, forget the name, t- type of lettuce but the heart uh you know the long skinny ones and you put like uh olive oil and mm-hmm. red, red wine vinegar and some other stuff on there and you literally grill grill the whole thing of lettuce like the, yeah i don't think i'd ever lived to hear the day you actually say red wine vinegar <laughs> yeah well it's mixed with good stuff oh okay, uh, okay. All right. i think balsamic red wine and olive oil i think is what oh it is. hell yeah right and oh my god it's so good it is huh? absolutely amazing. Now, was it as good as the axis we had uh, a couple of days ago? Well, no, I'm talking about the lettuce. Now, the, oh, the lettuce. Okay, all right. Which would be a perfect thing for the ranch one night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, especially as an appetizer or something. You literally just yeah, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. And, uh, I'm always looking for new, new suggestions. Yeah, man. right. And, uh, yeah, no, the black book. Yeah, I mean, it was every bit as good as that. No question. That's awesome. So, uh, and, and that's the great thing about the black buck antelope is that they are exotics. So you can, you can heart, you can shoot them year round. And I'll tell you the other thing, as far as the exotics are concerned in the state of Texas, if you're wanting to, to get started on exotics and you're, you're on a budget, you know, the black buck antelope is definitely the way to go. Um, the every ranch pretty much it's got exotics, it's got black bug antelope, and like the antelope doe are typically what you know, two, uh, 300, 350 range, something of that nature, you know. So, um, it's definitely a good spot to start. Of course, you'd need a uh, you mean to hunt or to buy to put on your property? Oh, no, 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 to hunt, to hunt. Sorry, oh, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, to hunt, you'd need a buck to uh right propagate yeah, the species i bought a bunch of does and they killed them all and then you know <laughs> any sexual even though they didn't think the dinosaurs were in uh jurassic park life finds a way 
Yes, yes. <laughs> Dr. Ian Malcolm. That's great. Great movie. You know, I watched that movie. I drugged my parents to see it. Uh, and then they, so the, the, the deal was, we. Oh, this is horrible. We went and saw uh, Jurassic Park. And then after that, was double feature, Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> oh yeah i mean did I you fall like, asleep in that one kill me oh it was awful <laughs> it was awful my parents were like wow this is so cool you know i remember that's like the beginning of cgi ah oh. yeah but, was... but they even show it to my daughters and they're like wow look at that i'm like dude i still it's still good yeah oh yeah it's great yeah great. timeless you know, I've never seen Sleepless in Seattle all the way through. I've seen parts of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be really honest with you. Unless you just have nothing <laughs> else to do, uh, that's me. I, I just I really am not going to recommend it. Sorry. Yeah, Tom Hanks has probably had better. Oh, God, my God. Are you kidding me? Dragnet, greatest movie of all time. Which was on tonight, by the way. <laughs> oh, no, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You know what? I need. I joined to- it when he, at the beginning when he's talking to Jerry Caesar. <laughs> yeah. I, I give you booth broth anything you want you can get your hands off my suit <laughs> well, absolutely what a great name Jerry Caesar oh, God, Jerry Caesar and Bait Magazine I, it, oh look that's so and so Bait Maid of the Month I met her <laughs> ah, God I tell you uh, I don't desire to buy like DVDs because you know apparently that's really out but I, I need to buy that one uh, cause I just, you know, it, it's a classic, absolute classic. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Anyway. So we diverge. But still yeah. No fun. kidding. My God. Which actually, you know, while we're, when we're talking about our hunts and everything, yeah, I diverged a lot sitting out there by myself because there wasn't oh, yeah. entirely a lot to take a look at or to keep yes. myself. <laughs> yes. Yes. But to give away the goose. You know? Yeah. But you had the good view though. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, that's true. The first, the first hunt, but you know, the- yeah, my my view was awful. <laughs> I got to look at a strict a six strand barbed wire fence, and the whole time that we weren't shooting dove, I was thinking about that fence going. Can a goat get his head underneath there? Can a goat escape? <laughs> because I'm trying, I'm already thinking about next year. Because like this is this is this sucks. This is miserable, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, folks. Unfortunately, speaking of that, just real quick, yeah. sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but. Speaking of that view that I had, uh, you can see that on our Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Mojo post. Yeah, the Mojo post. So if anyone's yes. interested. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's, half the, that's half the reason why you hunt. You know, you're out there with your buddies laughing, having a good time. But, you know, more importantly, you're just out there enjoying nature, you know. And uh, I remember our, our good buddy Trav and I on that first night we were there, and I, you know, I'm a bird nerd, if you probably didn't figure that one out yet. And we had these bright yellow birds that were landing in a mesquite tree next to us. You know, it's like, you don't see that in the city, you know, you don't pay attention to that kind of look. I kind of do, but a lot of folks don't. So, uh, you know, that was, those are the kind of things you, you really got to appreciate, especially when, when the birds are not flying. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, has it been a train wreck. And we say it all the time and I wear it out, but it's just it's bittersweet the amount of rain we have had in the past two weeks has been unbelievable uh we'll start at the very beginning okay so opening day was on a tuesday and uh my father was at rancho bandito while i was working and uh, he brings some of his his friends with him out there and uh they they go hit the field first okay and then let's let's back up a little bit before that 
we really hadn't had any measurable rainfall in probably four weeks, which guess what? It's August. So, so that's to be expected. So again, you know, there weren't any puddles. A lot of your tanks and ponds, whatever the hell you want to call them, are, are drying up. So what does that do? Well, that is going to funnel the birds into certain locations. And that is why it is so important. If you have got a good, solid stock tank or a pond, again, whatever you want to call it, that holds water, okay, and, and is not too steep, okay, and it's got bare ground right next to where the um, that kind of levels off to the water, that is going to be an absolute dove magnet. And, and so here we go. Dad goes and hunts uh, opening day in the field uh, that some sunflowers are coming up. And it's got a telephone pole wire going through it or electrical wire going through it. And, and guess what? They, they end up shooting a couple of birds and they're doing good. It's hot. Uh, and again, it, we haven't had any rain. So these, these are ideal conditions for dove hunting. I always tell everybody that if you're miserable, chances are you may have a pretty good hunt because the hotter, the better, in my opinion. So about 530 or so, they end up going over to the, uh, a place that we call the frack tank. And again, you listen to this show, you know, the frack tank is a, Oh, it's a, I don't know, maybe a five anchor tank, five acre tank. It's got a pond liner in it with clay. So it really never goes dry, which is, which is incredible for dove hunting. If you look at the slope of the tank, it's, uh, and I don't know my degrees because I didn't study geometry, but uh, it, it, it's not, it's, it, it, it's perfect for cattle to get down there. It's very flat. And there's a lot, there's not a lot of brush in there. So it's perfect for dove. So they show up about 530 and, <laughs> And guess what? Billions of them. I mean, a bunch of dove. And the cool thing is we were already dealing with dove that were not local. These were migratory birds. And the reason why they were migratory birds is a couple of weeks before that, we got our, quote, first cold front. And actually, it did bring a little bit of rain, maybe an inch or so. Uh, but it was enough to push the locals out, push a buttload of teal down, uh, but it also punched, pushed a lot of dove down. So, but it wasn't enough to fill up those tanks. So it's, it's a perfect situation. So uh, they had an absolute hell of a shoot on, on opening day. And it was, it was unbelievable. Uh, they had birds that were coming to the decoys. And there were, some of them were so close that my dad actually had to put his gun down. And he had to go move his decoy out. Okay. Because, you know, if you put your decoy too close and you're, you're taking dead aim, that wad doesn't have enough time to open up. And because of that, you're going to miss them every single time. Uh, it's kind of funny, but, but closer doesn't mean necessarily better for you. Uh, so that was their hunt. They, they did extremely well. Later that night, the floodgates opened up, and that was the last decent dove hunt we have had up until this very point. Mm -hmm. um, when I say the floodgates, I'm talking 14 inches uh, of rain in basically, you know, a, a week and a half. And it just, it never stopped. So fast forward to that weekend, opening weekend, we go out there. I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay. The ground is so dry. Those puddles are going to dry up. Let's see what we can do. You know, we go, we go to the frack tank and boy, we, we scratch them. I think we ended up with two or three apiece, which again, Hey, listen, you know what? It, as bad as 2020 has been, uh, and just as miserable it is sitting in the city, whatever we got to do to get out and enjoy it, that, that's what we're doing. Now, mind you, I'm the biggest female dog in the world when it comes to dove hunting. <laughs> All right, I love, love, love me some dove hunting. So 
I've actually handled this a lot better than I thought. But I'm very impressed. I will agree with you on that <laughs> that's one. That's right. That's right. That's right. I've, you know, in years past by this point, you yeah. know, you'd probably be, you might be in like a padded room in a straight jacket. Cause there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Prevent you from committing suicide. You yeah. Know. My wife's like, no shoelaces for you now. <laughs> Let's take a double dose. Get rid of those ties. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. No ties. But I'm wearing a tie today at work. <laughs> 14 of them because I've gained so much weight. I'm like, anyway yeah so um that was that was pretty much opening weekend you know just again but but i'll I'll be honest with you the fact that we were able to have a small group an intimate group if you will and uh, we were able to sit around and and talk about high school football and we at least got to go out and shoot you know was was really enough for me and it was great yeah i shot at a couple and yeah I, i got one but i blew it to smithereens and that was about that's it. What, that's what we call a full wad. <laughs> uh, absolutely full wad. And the there was stuff. basically nothing left but little yep. shards. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so fast forward to the second week of the season, and again we've got intermittent rain. Uh, you know, th- throughout the week, and, and the problem is it it rains so much. Okay, that uh, you know that there there are places that are just running off. The, the water is just seeping out of the soil really cool phenomenon to see because you know you you always wonder oh how did that lake fill up well you really got to stare at that dirt but you can see it moving downhill and filling up it was it was very cool so again i didn't have uh, high expectations we did have another little cold front come through uh brought some more birds down or excuse me brought well brought some birds down and probably pushed what we had back out uh, you know, typically these cold fronts, these cold front situations are are are, are really really beneficial uh, because you know you 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 yeah you lose birds but you get more you know mm-hmm. and and the problem with migratory migratory dove you know dove that are not native to that area is um, you know when you got them you got them okay and and, and when <laughs> when you got them it ain't onesie twosies I mean, there's flocks of them it was like hunting in Lubbock or uh, you know sometimes like hunting in Argentina but. When you don't got him, you don't got him. And so yeah. this past weekend, we didn't got him. And uh, <laughs> Friday night was a was a disaster. Again, great time with friends. Not you never overlook all that kind of stuff. We we took the long way. Okay, so we bounced from pasture to pasture, drank a lot of beer on the way home. Of course, that's that's always fun. Saw some deer. We saw some um, you know some hogs. Took some shots of them. So that was really great. Uh, you I know, got three. <laughs> yeah, no, you actually. But I wasn't sitting with you guys, so that's the. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you weren't. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so fast forward to to so you know here here I am. Okay, we had a great, we had a real too good of a time on Friday night, in my opinion. Uh, if there is such a thing, and uh, we had I was I was just frothing at the mouth with anticipation because last Saturday morning was the opening of early till season. And that uh, we had a lot of water, but the spot that we hunt is absolutely perfect. We have a big, if you can imagine, uh, we have a big oak tree that, that that sits at the south end of the tank where all the ducks want to land anyways. Ten-acre tank runs full. And this big oak tree gives you a lot, a lot of, sh- lot of shelter. So when you got ducks circling above you, they, they sure as hell can't see. And, and I love teal, don't get me wrong. Sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Blue Wing, too, but you're pretty dumb. Okay, and so, you know, as long as you're still, they're going to be right there. So, um, we I end up sending two of my my brother-in-law and a good buddy of ours to that place, and 
uh, you know, they had one group come in, five birds, and end up killing one. And I, hey, that was great. But 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 still, man, we normally expect so much more than that. We went to another place um, that I was again was expecting it a little bit of action and uh, nothing, nothing. We didn't see one bird. However, I will tell you. Uh, there was a first, um, and, and this may be a little inappropriate, but I, I think it's important. It's a good tip. So we're sitting out there, and the sun's coming up, and it's three of us. Is my our, our very good friend uh, who just had sol- shoulder surgery. So he, he even woke up, and he was just sitting out there yakking around with us. You know, we got another one of our good buddies, and he's got his dog. And uh, that good buddy kind of woke up a little bit late, had a little bit of a sore head, if you will, right? Well... <laughs> You know, I didn't necessarily have all the time in the world because I was running a little late to, to do the necessary things that one needs to do in the morning after having a couple of drinks, a lot of drinks, and a couple of cigars that, that would make one's hunt extended in the morning. So I didn't, I didn't have a chance to do that. No time to make a deposit. Yes, yes. So we get out there in, in, in the field, and I mean, I sit on my stool, and we've, we've got trouble. I mean, it, 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 sounds, it sounds like, you know, NASCAR firing up their engines. And, uh, yeah, you, you, know, you know where this is going, okay? And, you know, and, and normally I'm, 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 I'm a sport. You know, I'm pretty tough. I can, like, yeah, that's not a problem. I can hold this back. This isn't going to be an issue. It was an issue. A very big, big, horrible issue. So uh, I I officially got the word world or I got the award for the first field dump of 2000. <laughs> it was miserable and all the above. So so the tip is the tip is you've got to absolutely remember always bring toilet paper with you because yep. we did not. <laughs> Especially uh, the older you get, it seems. Yes, the older that you get. That's <laughs> absolutely true. So and it's funny because when I hunt with girls, you know they have to have it, and I normally have it well i didn't have it and anyway grass is your is your friend it was a lot of fun so (laughs) boy that's the way the morning started out uh that evening wasn't any better i think we ended up killing uh i killed one and our other buddy actually shot on his shoulder surgery arm uh didn't hurt thank god but he got one but um you know, again, hey, it's great to be out hunting. So glad and so fortunate we're able to do it. It just, it just sucked. Uh, and we're not the only ones. A lot of folks in counties the north, uh, the north and west of us in particular, they're just reporting, dude, we've had torrents of rain, you know. It's mm-hmm. just, it's killing us. So, um, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the, the moral of the story or whatever you want to call it here is cold fronts are great because they push down – you know, new birds, right? Yeah. But then they're great up until the point where it just starts raining and then that kind of yeah. destroys everything because I guess those birds want to keep going and they maybe yeah. want to avoid that, that rain. So it's... Yep, yep. It's like yeah, when it, you know it, a cold it, front's it, coming, get out there before yeah. it starts raining. <laughs> oh, I, I, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny you say that. They actually talk about, you know, the best time to hunt a... Uh, you know, the best time to hunt migratory birds is you know a day or so before a big cold front you know and especially a big 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 cold front like you know because they're all going to be ahead of it it, yeah it's kind of what they say um you know something else i i I wanted to bring out bring up and and this was opening weekend and this is this is a a phenomenon if you will that i've i've noticed my entire career hunting and 
and it is it is the the relationship between clouds, rain, and dove movement. Uh, and I have always found, and maybe this is a morning dove thing. I, I don't. I've never hunted, you know, migratory or. Um, I've never hunted white wings in South Texas, so I don't know how they act when it's raining. But I have always found found when it is when it is even sprinkling, the the, the the dove just go right to roost. It's cloudy sometimes they go to roost. I mean that, Jimmy, that hunt you and I had, I think it was that on opening weekend that Saturday. I don't know if you remember, it was sprinkling a little bit, and mm. or maybe it was this past week. And I one of the two, I can't remember. But uh, uh, yeah, opening weekend, the opening weekend, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was sprinkling a little bit, yep. and, and we were and the clouds her. were, I mean, really yep, low, yep. moving and fast. And the clouds were really low. And, and what did they do? Instead of going to water, and it was a warm day, instead of going to water, what did they do? They just kept flying, and they just literally went into the roost trees. Like, well, and you know, I, I don't know if it messes up their clock. I, I, it's just, it's just amazing. So, so I am almost at the point now. I mean, I've seen it so many times where I just put the damn gun away. Yeah. Uh, and I remember that that same hunt that, that after the clouds did kind of dissipate because where they were rolling towards us. Yep, they were blow, they were blowing from like uh, from basically from north to south, and when when they do dissipate, then um, you know that's when actually they started to pick up a little bit. Uh, nothing in the range, we didn't do any better, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, they they did the birds did pick up. So, does that? Is that same pheno- the phenomenon the same for like teal and ducks like that? You know, no. I I, I tell you that the you know you you hear when it's raining and go oh it's a good time to go hunt ducks. You know they they love that miserable type of weather. Well, I don't know if they necessarily love it, but uh, they 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 aren't as prim and proper as dove. Right. Yeah. And and so the water has never seemed to affect them. In fact, I can tell you some of my best duck hunts have been where I'm I, and I literally have a north wind in my face like the cold front just hit and it is cold uh or, or it is it is misty or foggy or rainy you know they they don't they really seem to like that um so I guess why so, they're waterfowl I that, well that's right <laughs> they water off a duck's back or whatever right, that old right that old saying is that old trash knock <laughs> Um, so yeah, God, it was, it was rough, but you know, the, the fun thing was in the middle of the day, you know, when we weren't, uh, when we weren't the uh, crying from poor dove funds is we, and we got to go around and we got to look at all the feeder activity and, and I'll tell you, um, something that I know just kind of switching topics over here to, to the deer is, you know, you, you can know you, we noticed a lot that the, the, the uh, protein feeder traffic w- was down, you know, I mean, you could, you could see it was just mudded out from, from, you know, from the previous week, but after all that rain, okay, all of a sudden what, what's going to pop up? Well, you're going to get your, your winter forbs or your, your fall forbs. Okay. And it's crazy. Next time you're out there walking, you know, get down. If you've got terrible eyesight or whatever, get down on your knees and, and look down there and, and, and you can't really look at the stuff that's, you know, a couple of inches of the ground, look below that and you'll be amazed what you'll see. They're just, billions of little broadleaf forbs you know they, they look kind of like like a little clovers and that's what they eat and you know obviously if if you've done um if you've managed your property well and of course you know I, I know that's tough if you've got a place that's overrun with cattle or sheep or whatnot but um you know you'll be able to see all these little broadleaf forbs coming up and and they'll stop hitting your feeders and then they'll really start going to that which of course 
you know, brings up the other topic. Okay, you know, if, if it was deer season right now, you know, would would they be hitting corn? And the answer would probably absolutely not. Yeah. Um, so we, and that's going to be really interesting. we got right. a really good early jump and it's been cool. Okay. It's been in the eighties, which that's kind of typical late September, early October yeah. weather. Yeah. I think we're f- probably, we're probably officially, uh, you know, and well in the eighties now, I'm not getting yeah. back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, sometimes it, it feels like 115, <laughs> especially when you have a bald spot like I do. And your, your daughter's pointed out every day. It makes you feel really good. You know, it makes you want to go to work and work your butt off for those ungrateful right. little girls. But anyway, um, yeah, so it'll be really interesting to see how all these, how all this abundant rain really affects the, you know, the feeder activity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was funny. Also, I, I saw a, a couple of oak trees that were full of acorns. Now let, let's not forget, uh, last year, literally Bonanza. 2019. Yeah. I mean, we're talking record acorn crops here. I mean, some old bumper crop. Yeah. Well, a bumper, 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 bumper. You know, some, some old timers that we were, I've, I've listened to, or, you know, I've talked to before they, you know, they've been hunting their entire life, you know, 67 years. They had never seen an acorn crop like this. So, Will it happen again? I don't know. Hmm. Um, but it, it reminds me, you know, how many hogs, you know, we killed like two hogs during the deer season because they really weren't hitting the feeders. They're back right. there pounding the the acorns. Right. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. That must be the global warming. I don't know. <laughs> uh, absolutely it is. Or, or is it global cooling? I can't. Yeah. Uh, hmm. yeah. Some sort of change of climate. I don't yeah. know what exactly what it is. You remember that YouTube clip? He's like, if the world if the world is really getting uh, hotter, why was it so cold last winter? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that's the uh, bad word, the Earth Day. Yes. Know. Yes. Boil on a duck. Drive a Hummer. <laughs> God have mercy. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, hey, it's uh, even though we didn't all limit out every time, it was still fun. Or, I think or even uh, get close. Yeah. I think everyone can appreciate, uh, you know, you still go out there and have fun with your buddies and stuff. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. <laughs> you know, and then also, you know, for me, being that we are a landowner and, and we do kind of control our own destiny. And again, we have always said it, you, 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 you will never, you cannot beat Mother Nature. You can manipulate as much as you want to. But, you know, if Mother Nature wants to win, she's going to win and she's going to win very hard. Uh, but it, honestly, these past couple of weekends, again, had a great time, but you know, it really makes me motivated to, to go out there and to try to, you know, try to potentially improve things for Doug, yep. you know, that, you know, of course, the one thing is migratory birds, you can't plant for them, you know, so you got to do, you got to do other things that, um, you know, that, that help attract Dove. So, um, and, and there's, there's a lot of stuff that, that you can do. So, um, well, maybe we can get into some of that next time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, throw some ideas out there and absolutely talk to pros and cons of absolutely preparing for dove yeah well that's funny and i'll i'll save the story but i i i know some guys and don't know them personally of course but know some guys in west texas that didn't have any water i think they were like in pecos or something like that i mean they were out there in west texas they didn't have any water and and so they they had an idea and i'll cover it next time we talk i want to give it away but 
<laughs> it worked like a charm, <laughs> which is so funny. All right, then, keeping us actually, on the on the edge of our seats. Yeah, yeah, you could probably guess it. It, it was <laughs> funny, but it's like, man, you're really gonna try that? And sure as hell, it worked like a freaking charm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think cool. I could speak for all of our listeners and say, hey, yeah. we're guess we got to tune in next week. Absolutely. Oh, show. Oh, sure. Yep. Well, you got anything else on this one? You know, I, uh, I, I really don't. Um, no, not at all. I'd say uh, I'd like to hear from, about from other people, like uh, yes. you know, how, how their hunts have gone so far, and let us know where you are. Because it would yep. be, be interesting to hear, you know, different areas of the state and how the, yeah. the hunts have been going, uh, you know, straight from mm-hmm. our – listener's mouse if you will absolutely Uh-oh. absolutely yeah and i hope everybody um you know opening weekend uh, really these 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 last two weekends are, are really the prime dove hunting times for a lot of people but you know you you bow hunters out there i i know that you know your season opens up god i think it's like october one or like something like that so you know, I hope that you are out there probably getting your corn feeders ready getting your setups ready and i hope you really stop by those uh those those local feed stores uh, you know wherever you may be oklahoma texas wherever it may be i i know that the feed stores here in texas that we follow uh you know they were really out there you know pushing deer corn and and, and trying to get y'all's business and uh, i i can tell you this much jimmy and i were doing everything we could on social media to to help them because that that is absolutely so important you know uh, and actually we had one feed store kind of in things from the near the waco area that that actually kind of used one of my uh, one of our, our our typical sayings. They basically said, "Skip the big box retailer and, and shop at your local feed store." I'm like, "Yes, yes, that's mine. You, you can use it, no problem. I share." You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. Just to put a bow on that, just to remind everybody out there, you know, the one of the, the main reasons we do feed bandit and our passion, really, and the thing that kind of drives us. Yep. Uh, is working towards, you know, the preservation of uh, the treasure that's small town hunting culture, Absolutely. right? It's a big part of that being feed stores and, and other, the other supporting uh, businesses in the small towns that, Absolutely. Uh, that help you guys help all of us out, you know, while we're out in the field, you know, help us get gather more and gain more success while Please. we're out in the field. So uh, yep. we implore everyone listening out there to, you know, if you, if you, Need some uh, gear, need some corn, need whatever it is that you need for your yep. for your lease, your land, whatever, uh, to consider, you know, to consider stopping at your uh, closest local feed store for that. Yep. That stuff. Absolutely. You know, uh, uh, instead of, you know, Walmart. Yep. <laughs> so yep. They don't need the money, you know, no. they help the other folks out. So Yes, yes. They, they, get, they got plenty. Yeah, yeah, and and mind you, Jimmy and I are, are 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 crazy capitalists. Okay, so we're not we're not you know whatever. No, here, but. no it's just all you're doing is supporting competition, and competition is good. You know, that's for, right. For that's right. So it's, uh, that's right. You, know, you don't want Walmart to be the only place to go for deer corn at yes. some point in the future. Yes. <laughs> you know that's, 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 the, that's the way it is more the Russia. <laughs> What's another communist? I guess is Russia communist anymore? No, China. No, not as communist. Yeah, China's uh, communist in name, you know. Oh. I guess, but uh, right, they make good food though. Hot damn, mm. <laughs> I love it, man! I love me some Chinese food. <laughs> yes, sir. On that note, yeah, <laughs> everyone out there, thanks again for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. 
let us know what you think about the podcast so far. I mean, shoot us an email. Please. Howdy at feedbandit.com. Uh, also, you know, if there's any subject matter or any questions someone may have out there and you'd like to get our take on it, get our opinion, um, yep. again, leave us, send us a voice or a voicemail. You can do that via the website. Just go to feedbandit.com, go to the podcast there, and you can record a voicemail, send it to us. Or shoot us an email, howdy at feedbandit.com. Let us know. We'd really appreciate it. So, yeah, that's your homework. Until next time, uh, thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Feed Bandit Podcast. If you like what we discuss on the show, be sure to sign up to our email list to get even more killer hunting ideas, tips, tricks, and exclusive deals on innovative hunting gear and services delivered straight to your inbox. Sign up over at FeedBandit.com or simply by texting the word BANDIT to 33777. See you on the next one. And remember, support your local feed store.